All right, welcome back, my friends. We are back again after another midsummer hiatus. I'm Mireille, and as always, here with my co-host, Heidi Boss. How we all doing? Ah, man, trying to stay cool. It is super hot. I don't know about <laughs> where you guys are, but I do not want to leave the house. You know how people say they hibernate during the winter? Like, no, it's the opposite. That's you. <laughs> I definitely hibernate in the summer because it's just too hot. Every time I want to step out of my my door, I just want to snatch my wig off because it is too hot. It's kind of normal when you compare temperatures. Sometimes, you know, you think it's very hot back in Cameroon, but now it's really way hotter than now. Yeah, it's gonna even be hotter than that. I don't, you know. Anyway, by the way, I don't know why we even started with this weather topic. Excuse you, Mister Married Guy. <laughs> so, for those of you who have not been keeping up with the podcast, the last time we spoke, it was right before, you know, my co-host D Boss got married. So, how's married life? How's that going for you? Married life has been good. It's pretty interesting into wearing you know normally you know when you go around without so a ring, out of you everything okay. wearing a ring is the main thing that's so interesting for you so typical of men yeah because if you think about it we don't have engagement rings right so we don't really wear a ring during the engagement period it's only when we get married that we actually have a ring now really but i thought y'all did engagement rings no she got an engagement ring from me but you know do guys wear engagement ring of course they do. What do you want? You, do you want to you want to do over to have your own engagement ring? No, it's okay. Danielle, this is 2022. <laughs> guys, you guys can have an engagement ring if you want to. It's just that I feel like a lot of guys are so macho that they don't and you don't have the girl does not have to like get on one knee and propose. Why not? Oh, okay. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? You're actually right. They could if they wanted to, but that's not my style. And that's not <laughs> what I think many women would want to do. But I'm saying you can still give your fiance a ring after he's proposed to you. Then you can go get him a nice ring so that you guys can be matchy-matchy. Now, obviously, you don't have to do it, do it if it's not your style. But of course, the answer is yes, you can it's have okay. a ring if you want to. <laughs> Third, the wedding, you guys traveled to Mexico. How was that? That was pretty good. And I was kind of surprised. Speaking of, you know, the temperature, I got burned, sunburned. I was like, I thought I don't get sunburned. <laughs> How did when your black back, ass get sunburned? I don't understand. I don't know. This. Like when I came back, my, my skin was peeling. I'm like, why is my skin peeling? I'm like, how did I? Burn. But, but were you putting on your sunscreen and everything? Yeah, but I thought the basic sunscreen enough. Just use the light sunscreen, but apparently it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I know. Speaking of sunscreen, like a lot of black people growing up, we always thought that sunscreen is for light skin folks yeah. or white people. But trust me, we need the sunscreen. Like <laughs> as you know, of course, when it's hotter as much as you can put on you know in cooler temperatures a regular basic sunscreen is fine oh, That's a yeah whole i learned time. the hard way yeah now speaking of travel did you know that apparently parents had to pay an extra fee to sit down with their kids Wait, when did that change? When did that start? Oh, that's always been the case. So they just released. Really? An, yeah, they just released the news today that the government or well, the government has passed a mandate where airlines can no longer make parents pay for a seat 
next to their child. Now, this only applies to children below 13. So if you're flying with your kid and let's say you're picking your seat and you guys and you guys are not able to sit together, then you needed to pay extra money to guarantee right. that they put you next to your child. Um, I could see where that was like an issue just because somebody else has already booked a middle seat and you want to like sit right next to your child and there are no more like seats together, then they will have to move that person. So I did not know that that was the case for younger children, but apparently the, you know, the government has mandated it. So you all can sit next to your, to your kids. So wait, hold on. So I'm trying to understand. So you're telling me that if somebody is a middle seat and a parent's book a seat on the eye, and the mm -hmm. kid is on somewhere somewhere else. Yeah. They'll come and move me from my middle seat to put the kid right there. Of course. <laughs> Why? I pay I pay for that seat. Yeah, but actually, no, before. Yeah. So what's gonna happen is they'll move you from that middle seat, mm -hmm. and then the parent will need to pay extra money to move their kid next to them. Okay, I now, see what you so mean. those of you, the you the person without a child, you're actually losing in any situation because mm -hmm. you're being moved to another seat without being compensated, but the airline <laughs> is getting compensated. Exactly. You know, for the con the inconvenience of having to readjust passengers. I'm like, what about me that have been moved? What about me? Like, you guys exactly. move me from my seat. So, I mean, I think it's a win-win-win. The person that's being moved gets, gets moved up to a seat that's like in the front. Extra leg or room, a, first a premium, class. Exactly, a premium mm -hmm. seat. But I don't know. I'm very stickler about my travel. And I always like to select my seat. I look at the airline, how it's, you know, if the seat is next to the toilet or if it's on the aisle, <laughs> like I take my time and choose my seat. And the worst thing they can do is move me from my seat. And I to hate that area. so much. I know, I know. So, Which one do you prefer, the window or the aisle seat? I prefer a window seat, but it depends on the flight. Now, if it's a short flight, I don't mind the aisle. If it's a long flight, I absolutely want the window just because I am so tired of, I mean, <laughs> I hate to like call them out, but man, most of y'all can't hold your pee for more than, I don't know, a couple hours. Like every five minutes, excuse me. I'm like, well, why did you, you sit? Why out. did you sit on the window? Like mm -hmm. it's so annoying on international flights. That's why I just, Rather sit by the window or sit on those five seaters. You know how they have like five seats in the middle, and then yes. you can sit on the very end. Yeah, I but that's mostly for international flights. You know, most of the flights now is like two or three seats, no five seater. No, yeah, yeah, the five seaters are an international plane where there's like three or no two, five, and then two or two, four, and then two. I don't know. Coming back to this story though. The the funny thing is that like when I was reading like the comments on the article, somebody was like, "Well, what about parents that pay extra money to sit away from their children? Because sometimes they just want a break. I mean, they're kind of forcing the parents now to sit next to their children because what are you like? Well, you know what? It's fine. They can figure themselves out. You know, they can sit somewhere in the back. Why me? I sit in first class, or I can sit on this. You know, a few seats away. I just need I just need a break. But like they're kind of like, no, you get to sit with your child." So, <laughs> yeah, but you know which airline will not have a problem with that? Southwest, just because they have open seating. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how with Southwest you first have come to, like, serve. Yeah, and people can reserve, like, oh, this is for my kid, whatever. Even though they keep saying, you don't put anything in the on the seat. It's first come, first serve. 
Oh, All yeah. seats are open. So. But then I guess the best way to do it is to go right to the back. That way people can be filling the front. Then you can reserve your seat for your kid at the back. Because if you do it, the you front know. will be like, oh, I want this seat. Why are you putting it right here? I mean, that's true. That's actually true. And, you know, that's a great segue to my next question, though. So there used to be topics about, like, having a family section. What I mean, how do you feel about that? Would you? Oh. Are you a <laughs> huge proponent for that? And would you pay extra money to guarantee that like you're not in the family section? Absolutely. I've had first-hand <laughs> experience of that. I mean, I was not exactly in the family session, but one of my flights I took, the family session was literally in front, well, not family session, but in front of me, there was a big family with kids that were crying the whole flight. So I was yeah, like, okay, if tough. there was a section that I could go where there's not this crying because I'm a very light sleeper. So any noise would wake me up. So the whole flight, I couldn't just sleep because we're crying. They were making noise. I'm like, yes, I'm a big proponent for family section. That way I can go and pay my extra money to be where I'll get my calm. Yeah. So and I'm do you pretty think sure. Of there are, I mean, I'm the same way. Honestly, the crying does not disturb me as much than the heating. Like the like when I have a... I've been through so many flights where there's a kid behind me and then they're just, they're kicking the seat the entire oh. flight. That drives <laughs> me crazy. And then if you have back problems, like good luck. So you basically cannot even sleep because they're kicking the seat behind you. And oh, then, yeah, you know, you turn around, you try to say, hey, you know, hey, can you like, it's awkward trying to tell the kid, hey, stop that. But like, mm -hmm. you look to the parent and they're like, you know, somewhere I can't else do anything about handling. it <laughs> yeah i'm just like i'm sorry but like she can your child can scream and shout and whatever but like and you not physically disturb my seat like mm -hmm. I, I, if, if the person has back i feel like it's just common sense i don't know i guess people i guess you guys may say i'm not a mom so i would not understand it but i just feel like it's just basic common sense so there there are some well-behaved kids on planes absolutely I'm just in awe. Yes. And I, and I don't I've think, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think the parents that have kids that are rowdy or noisy on the planes are like bringing them up like in a bad way, but they're just some things that you can try to like, even just tell them to them keep stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, whew, it's not easy. So when y'all start having kids, like good luck, because it is work. Well, but then work. now I'll be happy to be in the family section, huh? There you go. So you can be in the family section with all the parents. You guys can have your, you know, your your uh, your playtime. Discussion yes. exactly playing with the other kids. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. I just feel like it always be be weird because the plane might not be filled with the family section, so people will still have to sit in that family section if there's a designated area. So I mm -hmm. really don't know how that would work. Anyway, I'm sure. Everyone knows by now that the U.S. is no longer requiring COVID testing before boarding your flight back. You're aware of that, correct? Yes, that was kind of tricky. Um, first hand experience too. Again, wow, I have a lot of experience with everything you're mentioning today. I know, I know. This um, was what? This was June 12th when they actually uh, released the news. Right, and June that was 12th. I think one week after we came back from Mexico, because mm. when we went to Mexico, we were informed that we were. On, in close proximity with somebody who had COVID. So Yikes. while we were there, we were worried that, okay, we, we, we tested ourselves, but we're negative. But you know, sometimes it takes you know, two days, three days for the thing while, to happen. Right. Exactly. And that this time was when we had to 
invited for going back to the US. So Yikes. that day going there, we were just praying, praying to the praying all the Lord that please, we should not be positive. But we went in there, it's, it's kind of like a quick trip, and luckily, you know, nothing mm. happened. But like you said, having to worry about that when flying is a whole other headache. That's very true. But what could have been the worst case scenario, though? Like you guys tested positive, you had to stay a few extra days in Mexico. It's not free. You have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. That's very true. So I if don't it was know, free, man. then yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> and that's true. I didn't have to go back to work and all that. But I, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, it's great. They're no longer requiring this test. But I hope that the rest of the world is, like, implementing that. I know Cameroon was asking for um, tests upon exiting the country. I'm just going to put it out there. Can y'all not ask us for a test when we're leaving Cameroon? The U.S. doesn't care about it. Now, obviously, if you're yeah, going back into Europe or Asia or wherever else they're asking for a test, ask them. But don't be bothering people coming. Countries where they, are, they don't need the yeah, test. Yeah, I, just, Wait, I but just don't. So for Cameroon, you need a test going to Cameroon. So from the country where you're going living from yeah so you, need a, so you do need a test going into cameroon so you definitely according to the requirements now that was as of last week because i know somebody who traveled right. last week they took a test here in the u.s but again they, they don't check the test in the u.s is when you get into into europe before your port of entry then they ask then how about in cameroon but then again, but hold on and then in cameroon <laughs> when you land at the in the at the airport you're still tested and yet oh, wow. they, they test you with a with a rapid test, even though they do not allow rapid testing, you to take a rapid test. So they want you to take a PCR test when mm -hmm. you're flying in. Then when you land at the airport, you take a rapid test at the airport. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of testing. Yeah, I mean it's great that they're trying to, you know, keep the keep country safe. safe. But um, I mean, I don't I really don't know how helpful. The double tests are at this point, so yeah. I guess they're worried about the time that you're flying, right? You might be in contact with somebody from another country or another area, so it's I guess they're trying to prevent themselves by saying, "Okay, hey, test yourself again when you land." But I mean, like that's said, true. But then, it like you said, a couple it takes of days. A while. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep, yep. I um speaking of terrible companies, I know that I was, I, I really did not want to have to talk about this today, but I feel like I have to, okay? And we're going to talk about Walgreens. What do Walgreens do now? <laughs> He's like, what do Walgreens do? <laughs> I know I'm laughing. I thought that's but where I go not... there. I go there, I get my my, my medicine, or I get my card, or yeah, I get yeah, some drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yeah. Now, yeah, when we exactly. say drugs, we don't mean like, okay, exactly drugs. We're talking about like yeah. the drugs yeah. you need nice for. Nice place to go and visit. Yeah. So what the nice what Walgreens place? done now? What do you yeah, mean nice said, place? It's a small shop where you can get your quick quick trip, get your chocolate or get something small to eat. When, when you're leaving, you say hi to the pharmacist and it's pretty, it's pretty nice. So what have you done yeah, now? Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, well, you know what? Good point. You used to be a pharmacist, right? At one point. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I can get your input on this. So, Well, pharmacy technician, not pharmacist. Right. Okay. So pharmacist, te pharmacy technician. Okay. Yep. I don't even know how to even like take this news seriously. Like I just cannot even believe. So apparently what's happening is that there is a hashtag trending called boycott Walgreens. Okay. Where have I been? No, it just, no, it's just trending. It's not a trending today. I mean, it's a trending like okay. a couple days okay. ago, but it, it kind of, you know, got on the 
most trending radar. Is, you know, okay. on the trend, most trending radar. So basically, what's happening is that Walgreens is allowing its employees to choose and refuse who they can sell condoms or contraceptives to their customers because of their moral objections. So basically what? I can, yeah. So basically I can go to Walgreens tomorrow and say, Hey, I want to buy a condom or want to, you know, pick up my contrac contraception and right. the, Wal the Walgreens employee can basically say no. Like <laughs> that, exactly. they don't have Just to like, give you a reason. They don't have to. So apparently, no Walgreens reason is what? that they they allow the pharmacies to make that decision based off of their moral objections. <laughs> oh boy, this is gonna be so, some shaky ground. Yes, I don't know. Like, I just feel like if you work in a drugstore and you're refusing to provide a customer with birth control. I don't know why can't you just not mind your own fucking business? Excuse me, I curse, but like it's just super annoying. Like this whole choosing, telling people what they can do with their body and like what they can buy or not buy. You know what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? You now? are going to go to a store. I don't know where do you go buy your your stuff. Like this, like like what's the most popular store you always go to? Walmart, maybe Krogas, Walmart, yeah. Krogas, you're gonna walk into Krogas. What's your favorite thing to buy? Cookies, you love cookies, yeah. don't you? Oreos right. or whatever. You're oh, gonna yeah. walk up to the counter, and then the cashier's gonna be like, I'm sorry, your fat ass can buy this cookie because oh, yeah. I choose to. Oh, that's, no, then that's essentially where this is going to because well, of then, their belief, you know. Oh, no, then there's gonna be some fighting over there over my cookies. No way. But going yeah, back to the topic, so I'm trying I, I, to... Yeah, exactly. I hate to equate it to cookies, but I'm, I'm just saying cookies because that's something that you care about. But, like, you also, I mean, you as a person, as a human being, should should care about something like this because this could affect, you know, families. It affects your sisters, your brothers, your relationship, your, your, you know, being married and stuff. So it's like... Absolutely. Ooh, because I'm, I'm, I'm not to thinking, hear your, your, your input on this as you who has worked before as a pharmacy tech. The first thing you learn when you are, you know, enter the pharmacy or going to any school, you know, taking the exam or anything for to be a, to work in a pharmacy. They mm -hmm. tell you that the first rule is the customer is always right. Like you should not try to be arguing with a customer or any of those things, especially if you have something that has been prescribed by a doctor. You are just the intermediate. You are not the person to say no. If the doctor writes a for a customer and they come to you and said, hey, do you have this contraceptive? If you have it and you say no, that's actually against like the rules. You, you shouldn't say no, but even though it's up to you to choose looking at how the person is, you no, know, you're worried about, okay, is this person really need this or not? But normally you should not be going against, you know, what the doctor sent to you unless you don't have it or this is not your regular customer not because of your moral view, like you said. That's reaching now a very shaky ground that now they'll say everything is because of my moral view. Then it's like, well, but what do you mean by what do you mean by a regular customer though? Like why why would you so, prescribe to a regular customer or not a regular So sometimes customer? sometimes um they prioritize the customers that come there every day or come there every month over a new customer 
which is kind of like you know it's not it's, it's not right but oh so they'll rather sell like their medications like their uh medication yeah, to their regulars they call them regulars because yep. non, non-regulars can come and sell them out and then your regular customers will not have a refill yeah exactly because the non-regular might come see. there one time but then you'll never see them again after that or they'll come there one time in like five years like wait this guy is not really giving me business but you know like you say everything is all a business regular customers come there every every month so yeah you know that okay hey i'm gonna see this person every month but okay, if you get so, a new prescription that's where it's tricky like i said it's something it's a contraceptive when they come to you and you and you don't know them that's where like i said if pharmacists might use more ground new customer a lot of things to reject people so it might get really really crazy then okay well i'm glad you answered that question and clarified that for me now let me bring this up to you now did you know that Apparently, Walgreens had this policy like many years ago. We just, I, I don't know how it started trending. So there is a post by Walgreens on Twitter mm-hmm. that basically states, okay, and I quote, our policy allows pharmacies to step away from filling a prescription for which they have a moral objection. At the same time, they are also required to refer the prescription to another pharmacist or manager on duty to meet the patient's needs in a timely manner. Now, it says manager on duty, so it means it's still in in the same. Now, I don't know if this has escalated where they can just decide to refuse, even without the manager on duty or whomever, but I don't know, man. Like, look, I, 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 anyway... I don't know why I don't even buy at Walgreens, but I'm upset for y'all. I'm upset for everyone that buys things at Walgreens. Like, yeah, my it's pharmacy a very popular is, place. My yeah. pharmacy is with CVS. Now, I don't know what else CVS is doing back there, but I'm about to go investigate <laughs> because at this point, we will probably not just be getting any drugs, just going to our local pharmacy at this point because it is bad. It yeah, that's what I'm bad. saying. That it might be, it might be, it might open a lot of shaky ground because, like I said, even though it might have been the rules a long time ago, but it was hidden. But now, if you think that a pharmacist is refusing something on moral grounds, then you might challenge them, lawsuits, different things. So it might become a whole mess. That's what I'm saying. And why is that this moral ground only affect like the Christian people? Like, I don't understand. Like, oh, so the Christian people want to get to decide, okay, well, you should not be able to... um, have an abortion in case you're raped, for example. Oh, no, you should not be able to do birth control. Oh, you should not be... Okay, well, how about you don't get to buy a gun? How about you yeah. don't get to buy a gun? Because I, <laughs> I feel like it's against my moral objections. So you basically, know? you are referring to the recent Roe versus Wade that was overturned by the U.S. Well, yeah, government. Yeah, Supreme that's Court. why it's like... It's like it just keeps escalating and something else comes up every day that I'm like, man, like you really have to vote with your dollars. Now I feel like in, I guess, let me speak for Cameroon. Cameroon might be different just because um, there isn't as much social responsibilities in in terms of companies Mm -hmm. uh, where things are tied, where your money is tied directly to a company, just because there's a lot of like monopoly and like capitalism in companies that are actually out there. Right. Mm -hmm. But in the Western countries, again, I'm just quoting the U S because this is where we live. Right. Um, Right. Everything you do really affects every, everywhere you spend your money affects things. So if you know that a particular company, I don't know, Chick-fil-A, 
you know they <laughs> they are um <laughs> they donate majority of their funds to all the to, to the effort against planned parenthood then don't go to chick-fil-a because that money that you're paying at Chick-fil-A is what they're sending to support, you know, support their their people and send donations to, you know, increase this agenda against Planned Parenthood. So those are things that you need to like really sit and think and be like, okay, am I going to the Home Depot or am I going to Lowe's? You know, what are their social responsibilities? What, who do they believe in? Who do they support? So I'm not telling you where you should go, but I'm just saying like, vote Think with your dollars mm-hmm. so if you you know want gun control then yeah go ahead and vote for people who do gun control but if you're against it then that's essentially what we're saying but um that, i don't like know like i said put in put in um put your word in people that you believe that will actually back you up than in just the general audience just because going with the flow of everybody else because it's the people up there in the senate the government everywhere that made the decision so that's very important yeah so i don't know man like if this is the i i try to be as impartial as possible but like <laughs> forced birth no birth control and no assistance after the birth is the republican way then i'm sorry i just do not stand for that so do you think it's just the republican you guys way or- need to do better no Republican oh, way because oh, majority. I mean, when you think about it, like the you know what that that that, that brings a good point. I'm not saying that Christians are not um, cannot be from either party, but right. when you see all this news about like okay, the Roe versus Wade or like mm-hmm. oh, gun control, forced childbirth, gun mm-hmm. control is coming from the Christians from that side. That's just essentially what and and i and i actually and you know the funny thing that i actually believe and actually think it's fair to be a champion for um childbirth but there is there should be an open forum and allow people to make the choice of what they do with their own bodies and mind your fucking business. <laughs> like if you're not gonna be providing money to support that to help child, support the person that gives birth, yeah. then shut your fucking mouth. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, I've had too many. I can glasses see how passionate wine. you really eat. <laughs> you're I passionate have about had this. <laughs> too many glasses of wine tonight, so it is on. <laughs> like Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good to be honest. Unfortunately, you know, politics is involved with everything we do right now. Everybody's decision, what you do, where you go. Politics isn't why it's not about they say freedom of choice, freedom of speech, but it's kind of hard to really think that way when all of this is happening. No, there's absolutely no freedom because that's what they want to do force. You know, they say freedom only applies when it comes to their Second Amendment right. Oh, yeah, it's my right <laughs> to bear arms. Okay, yeah. well, it's my right to do what the fuck I want to do with my body. With <laughs> my body. If I want to buy birth control, then let me buy birth control. Like, why have men, I don't know? I, I hate to say men because men are not the only ones making these decisions, right. but like it just seems like a bunch of majority of them, majority yeah. of them are just men just deciding what to do, what women get to do with their bodies. Like, like I said, and I said it before, I'm not a an advocate for you know abortions, mm-hmm. but I can absolutely see the need for why people Choice. need to ter- need to terminate pregnancies due to cases like rape or medical medical real medical reasons right now obviously if you're, you're not ready you know then yeah then there's a fine line as much as i may not agree with that choice that the person does it's their body 
Yeah. You know, and if you're if you're Christian and you believe that, okay, yes, you know, the Lord said, okay, well, let the Lord take his judgment on judgment day. Right. You are not don't, the Lord. Don't, don't, don't are you the, the Lord? I'm sorry, are, are you the Lord? Are you are, are you Jesus Christ? I don't understand. Like, why are you taking it to why are you deciding for them? Let when they go to heaven or hell, and then the Lord decides, like, let the Lord decide then. This is not your place to tell them. So that's my take on it um i know some of y'all may not agree with <laughs> with it but that's why we have this uh open forum so feel free to sound us off on our social media at afro people hour we are on instagram by the way and on twitter only so if you see any accounts uh on other social media profiles we're <laughs> not there <laughs> we don't have the capacity to manage more than two social media accounts as you can tell so Feel free to uh, hit us up with any questions or any uh, feedback you have for our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Whew. That was uh, that was hot. Like I need to take a, a water break. <laughs> well, I guess it's a good uh, segment to uh, lighten you know, up the it, mood. <laughs> lighten up the mood and get into something a lot more upbeat and in interesting. And now it's time for some sports update. <laughs> Do we start when we left Where last do you time? Start? I don't know. Like it's <laughs> been such a long time since we last chatted about spots, but Absolutely. what's the tea? Wow. When we left, it was the African Cup. I mean, the African team's World Cup qualification on the last stages. Right, right. And I gave my pronostic, right, of the teams I thought that would make it. So just to give you a recall, we had, you know, Congo was playing Morocco, Cameroon playing Algeria. Mali playing Tunisia, Egypt playing Senegal, and Ghana playing Nigeria. Right. Now, Mirai, if I tell you you have Ghana versus Nigeria, who do you think will go through? Uh, Nigeria. Uh, exactly. Ghana went through. Next, okay. if I tell you Egypt versus Senegal, who do you think will go through? Egypt? Exactly. But nope. Yeah, Senegal went through. Like this, this round was crazy. All the teams that went through were the, the teams that nobody had picked. But then wow. when it came to Cameroon versus Algeria, even me, big Cameroon supporter, I had no faith. I said Algeria would definitely beat us because Algeria just right, won obviously. the last African Cup tournament before Senegal won. So I was like, oh, Algeria is a very excellent team. They'll go through. But in the last minute, Mira, in the last minute of the game, Cameroon scored the winning goal to take Cameroon to the World Cup and eliminate Algeria. Yes! Wow, that was... Exactly. The celebrations on the streets were like, we won the World Cup because it was so crazy how it happened. Because the whole game, we were just like, okay, there's no way. Well, too bad. Algeria is going to the World Cup. Sorry, Cameroon. On to next time. But in the last minute... Honestly, like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm a Cameroonian, but I feel like I cannot support Cameroon sports because why do we always do things last minute? It, it gives me hypertension. Exactly. 
No, there's no passion here. I need y'all <laughs> to score all the goals like in the first half so that I'm not like stressing out to the last minute. Like we do that a lot and that does not give us room to like play well or catch up in the second round. So I don't That's know how the, I don't know how it. we're gonna do in the World Cup if we're playing with this strategy of like, oh yeah, we luckily or suddenly got a score at the end, you know. Oh, don't worry, Eto has told them already, our football federation president, that we are going to the semifinals of the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he look, has told the players. His strategy is like speak it into existence, it shall happen. Okay. Exactly. So we're gonna because believe it. Yeah, because it's kind of funny because the first game, because no, it was playing two rounds. So the first game, Algeria beat Cameroon 1-0. Mm-hmm. So they asked the coach in the first round, like, Rigobert Song, which is our coach, that, so you're going to Algeria to go lose, right? So he looked at them, he said, <laughs> it's when you're not in danger that you are in danger. But when you're in danger, you're not, you're not in danger. So it blew the minds of all the journalists. They were like, what is he talking about? And so when Cameroon went and won in Algeria, exactly, Mm -hmm. they were like, wow, what a genius. Oh, they did not say it was witchcraft. Like they always (laughs) say, when we win, it was not great. Trust me, all the Algerians fans in the world were caught talking about witchcraft, (laughs) every thing. If you went to any Algeria news anchor, it was about the West African witchcraft has proceeded and won again. It was (laughs) everywhere. I'm like, I'm thinking that they will not give up like... One guy even commenting on it every day for the rest of the month till May when he gave up on <laughs> commenting about it. He started from March and went to May commenting about it. Like, so he how come made can Cameroon a whole win? podcast of content about every like, day oh, of the week. There's no way Cameroon would have won without exactly or without Grigri, uh, how they call it. Oh Grigri. my God, people have nothing better to do. Yes. So it's a very, very crazy end of the way to qualify for the World Cup. I had to give up there on that because it was so interesting. Now, normally, the World Cup was supposed to be in the summer, like every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, the World Cup happens every four years. Sorry. Every four years, it happens in the summer. Right. But do you know where the World Cup is happening this year? Yeah, which, which I know, I know, the, I know this story. I know the story. It's happening in Qatar in the Middle East. And it yes. is hot as hell in <laughs> yes. the summer. So <laughs> Yes, we are complaining about the heat year of the 104 it's degrees Fahrenheit. Be, exactly. It goes to like 110 degrees Fahrenheit over there, which is above 41, 42. 115, higher. Imagine playing in that kind of because even when they're going to move it to the winter, it will still be hot. But just, they say, at least you know there's more what? breeze. Maybe that would have benefited, like, countries, <laughs> like, African countries. Because we're used yes. to playing in, like, not the best conditions. So maybe exactly. it would have given us a bit of a fair advantage. Now, not the countries in Latin America, because then Brazil, they, they've been oh, yeah. playing in the heat. Playing in so the heat, exactly. They are used to any terrain. The only difference between them, I think, and Africa is just because the, the African clubs don't have as, as many... Um, professional coaches or professional places to actually train Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah so that was really crazy because right now they're trying to build or they've been building so far stadiums in Qatar where they'll put ac in the grass to make Mm. sure that it's kind of cool because it's gonna be really hot so that'll be interesting Mm. to see the whole design of their system there so this is basically what they call (laughs) ajebo ajebo walk up ajebo you know ajebo (laughs) means like soft 
like soft, <laughs> exactly. soft person, a, a soft, well, uh, you know, person that has been spoiled. So, so Ajebo walk up. All the comfortable uh, ways to keep cool in the, that would be very interesting when the walk up starts in November. Because that's mm. kind of in the middle of the season. Because normally, most countries, the big countries, English, French, German, Italy, play their league from August to May. So they'll have to stop the league in the middle of the league Mm -hmm. to go and do the World Cup. So some people are worried that the players might be, you know, not completely fit because it's just the beginning of the season. I don't care. I don't care. When the (laughs) African World Cup had to happen and we had to play in between, we did it. So they should do it Exactly. It's time to I'm bang like, Africans do that every time. Exactly. Africans do that every time in January. It's time to when bang the of the season. Exactly. So, <laughs> so they should not be complaining. I don't give two cents. They need to go and play the World Cup. It's important. Then there are small games. <laughs> there are small games in uh, in their league. In their little league. Small games? There. That's important. That's like, matter. it's life. No. Life or death situation. No, I know. But you know, <laughs> but you know how the, uh, that was that coach. I can't remember which coach was saying that. Yeah. That oh, yes. The yes. Yeah, the coach of Liverpool. Yeah, not yes. important. Yeah, I'm sorry. Your Liverpool game is not important. The World Cup is important. <laughs> so let the yeah, players let's come see. and play and then continue let's see. their league games. Exactly. Let's see if you complain now about it. Because yeah, of course he's not about... going to complain about it. It's the World Cup. Because it brings the money, right? Not the small league for the African Cup. And it's funny because his player won the league. I mean, the whole African Cup. So it's kind of funny. You know, Sergio Manuel from Senegal. So mm-hmm. let's see what he was saying. But he's lucky the because either of his players would have won. It was gonna be either Sergio Mani or what's the other guy, Mohamed Salah. Look at you. Good job, you go. Mohamed Salah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was Liverpool. Yeah, football. Uh, Liverpool player versus a Liverpool player. Don't ask me anything about leagues though, because I've forgotten names, but I can remember a few highlights. So yeah, that's what is really forward for us in the coming up in November. But speaking of the preparation of the seasons now for you know, beginning in August, U.S. people were lucky to receive a lot of the big teams here in the U.S. Manchester City is here, Barcelona is here, Juventus is here, Chelsea is here. It's like a dream for Hold me on. that Chelsea all these teams are and here. And you're not yes. going to see them. Because... They went and choose locations that are far away from me. Where where are, are they, where, in, where are they playing? They're playing in New Jersey, playing in when? North Carolina, playing in Las Vegas. When are so they they're playing, playing in all these areas? We have, we have to go. <laughs> we you have know to what? Go. After this podcast, send me the locations <laughs> of where they are playing. We definitely Chelsea need to games. go see Chelsea because you are obsessed obsessed with Chelsea and they're literally in your turf and you cannot fly. A fly, a flight means nothing. You need to go see Chelsea. Well, which are my two teams? Well, Barcelona and Chelsea, right? Exactly. So if I can't see Chelsea, guess who I'm seeing? Nah, you have to go all the way. <laughs> all the you way? I'm seeing Barcelona. Both. Doesn't matter. You have to see both. You cannot just see one. Barcelona is coming close to me. That's why I can see them. You see, ah, if they work with a- my plan. Nah, Danielle, they walk so with my see, plan. I can see them. Danielle, but that's the difference between you and me, though. Like me as a fan, I walk with the <laughs> the plan of the of the of the artists I like, not with my plans. You know. So yeah, yeah. That, but that's exciting. It is because um I think they're playing in Charlotte, North Carolina, on Wednesday. So this is gonna be on on Wait, the twentieth Wednesday, July twenty. Then yeah, I'm actually gonna be in North Carolina on the twentieth. Are you and serious? I, yes. <laughs> that is crazy. You know, I travel there for work a lot, so 
Oh, that would be yeah. interesting then. Then they're playing Arsenal on a Saturday. Location, I need to find out this location because I know they played um, a, a team from Mexico on in Vegas last weekend. Okay. But now they're playing Charlotte. Oh, they're playing Arsenal in Florida. So quick question. Why yes. are they playing in the U.S.? Because they're trying to expand the football into new territories. You know, the U.S. people have basketball, football, American football, and other sports. So soccer, or what we call football, is not really as popular here. So they're trying to expand their brand. Exactly. They're trying to expand the soccer brand in the U.S. So bringing the games here is to get the get involved and enjoy the beautiful game as a well hopefully so that's doing you know, all the, the african here. african leagues can also be played in the u.s because they definitely need that uh exposure and terrains to exactly kind of pra- kind it's, of practice it's really beautiful because, because see these teams that are playing right now i don't know if they who, who are the teams the people playing in dallas if they are playing in the world cup and they're going to be playing in the world cup uh, stadium in dallas then they've already had exposure to that terrain so you know. well that walk up is not coming up soon right it's in 2026 we have four yeah, years for that but it doesn't matter <laughs> now doesn't matter. that one you know i'll be ready for that so yep. i'll go to all the games i can go as much as possible yeah but they, they're playing it so texas has um they're choosing two stadiums like two places in texas houston and Dallas. right so yes options for games there what other states did they choose for the walk up they here? choose um states in new jersey Mm-hmm. They choose the state in Florida, of course, the nice weather. They choose Kansas City, Las Vegas, and California. Nice. And Texas, so... Yeah, so Texas is definitely be there, so that would be but very But you great. know, I feel and like... Kansas City, it would be good I to go to Kansas City. I might actually go to Las Vegas because I feel like Vegas knows how to... They know how to manage crowds. Like, they, they oh, definitely yeah. know. Because I went to an event there and they... It was so easy. I know it was crowded, but they knew what they were doing in terms of managing a huge-ass crowd. So, oh, yeah. I was even watching um a game in the Allegiant Stadium. That's where... Oh, to play their that, first stadium, game. that stadium is sweet. It was so beautiful, yes. I was just like amazed looking at the game over there. That stadium there. is massive. It can, yes, get, it it can fit up to like 60,000 people. Can you imagine? Yes, it is. So that was that was really good. But So at least I'll get to see Barcelona. Now, Chelsea, I hope to see them soon. If not, I'll see them in London. Now, to conclude, we had the CAF Awards coming up soon, so a lot of players have been nominated for the CAF Awards. We want to give some shout-out to some top players that are going to be involved in this. And the CAF so Awards are the what? The Cameroon The African, African Football Confederation Awards, awarding okay. the teams and the players that are the best in Africa. Okay. So, from the list, we have a couple of players from different countries. Sadio Mane from Senegal is there for the men. Rihad Mahrez from Algeria. And Cameroon has two players, Vincent Abubakar and Carl Toko Ekambi. Because we know Vincent Abubakar was the top scorer, right? In the, yeah, he was literally the, the man of the Cup. match. He was the man exactly. of the match at this point. Yeah. Exactly. So that was kind of interesting to see him over there. Is he single, by the way? Is he single? I don't go into his personal business. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm you have sorry. to crush on Vincent Abubakar? What? No, I'm just curious. <laughs> like what 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 his um 
you know it's always interesting to see players that have like a whole like family life outside of um their work mm-hmm. so i wonder like if his wife or his kids are on social media like hyping him up you know so i'm always curious to see that like do they have a huge social presence or are they like in hiding like a lot no, of... that's actually a good question because here yeah, sometimes you don't really talk about their partners and all those different things talk about like oh going to training going to work hard going to this so that's actually a good question mm-hmm. sometimes you don't really see that news i did watch a documentary last week though which again that may be for another podcast about one of the football players that in cameroon who died and then the family where it was against the woman it was a very famous football player but We'll circle back to that another week. Okay. Now, just to give you the final highlight for the day, we also had the African Women's Football Federation going on the CAF Women. It took place right now the same time also with the Europe Women. So I guess the bright part that most journalists are saying is that the fact that the World Cup was not hosted right now in June, it leaves space and a lot of viewership for the ladies because sometimes... Exactly. Sometimes when they put the World Cup or big leagues against those female championships, they don't really do well. But now they're getting a lot of views. So let's give a big shout out to you know the plan working very well and having the African women and the Europe women having the tournament going on. Unfortunately, Cameroon was out hmm. because the big favorites going in were Cameroon and Nigeria. But how do you know if I told you right going in though? Like you're just saying because, because you're Cameroonian. Like how do you know? No, no. If you ask any um, supporter of soccer and stuff, they know the two big teams in um for women in 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 Africa is Nigeria number one because Nigeria has won it the highest number of time, and then Cameroon follows before you have teams like South Africa, Morocco, Zambia, all the rest. So mm-hmm. you you would think that you have a final between Cameroon and Nigeria. But unfortunately, Cameroon and Nigeria met in the quarterfinals. So Nigeria has Cameroon 14 times in a row. Yeah. So what do you think happened this time? Of course, they're out. 15 times in a row, it is. Oh my God. <laughs> so basically, I Nigeria like owns they, Cameroon. I feel like they kind of did it on purpose because they're like, only one of you guys will advance to the final, either Cameroon or Nigeria. So Exactly. So... Unfortunately, Nigeria did not even advance because when they went to the semifinals, they got beaten by Morocco. So Morocco, Wait, the on. big surprise. So Nigeria beat us, then Morocco beat Nigeria. Yes, because it's been hosted in Morocco. So Morocco had the crowd behind them. Okay. And Morocco actually beat Nigeria and they're going through to the finals. And then on the other side, South Africa played Zambia and they're going through to the finals. So we have a South Africa-Morocco finals for the African women. Meh. I mean, I'm <laughs> happy that, yeah, the women um, sports games are getting some highlights, but I would have loved for some underdog um, countries to have the spotlight. You know, Zambia would have been nice. Exactly. I'm glad you and mentioned not, that because... And not Morocco. 
Yes, most people were supporting Zambia because Zambia was a good underdog story. They went and defeated, or not defeated, but they went and drew against Cameroon and they played mm-hmm. big games to reach this point. When yeah, they have, and I'm not even you know, saying because Cameroon lost. Less like Cameroon losing, losing, I mean, that's, yeah, you know, that's unfortunate, but still, though, like, I'd like to see some underdog countries win besides just the West uh, or the North or South African countries. It seems like East Africa is not the... Yeah, very um, prominent with any no. sports, any yeah, any soccer besides besides like the oh, the Olympics that they take yes part for in. the Olympic, you know the the marathon that's where they dominate. When yeah. it comes to like you know games, no, they don't dominate mm. in that front in Africa. And so to conclude, for the Europe women, the tournament is still going on. Follow, and the transfer market is on and it's on fire. Barcelona getting a lot of players with money. So we need to figure out how they're getting these players. It's a whole story that might, <laughs> might need a whole podcast to talk about that. I always love how we say we need to figure out, like you're part of yeah. the strategy and marketing yes. team. Oh, yeah. I'm we happy. Need to figure out how to I'm get happy that we're getting players. Exactly. But I'm like, where is the money? Because they, they complained last season that I, they're I in a know. big financial debt. But yeah. now they're getting all these players. I'm like, how is that possible? So where is the money coming from? So isn't that why Messi left? Because there was no money to pay him. Exactly. But now so they have money they coming from you? underground. It's called oh underground money. So I'm not complaining. I'm a happy fan because we're getting the big star players. So can Messi, much, actually, much. Come, can Messi actually come back? It's kind of having to come back now because his salary is basically... We cannot do that. Yikes. <laughs> so they cannot do that. No, we cannot do that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I keep saying <laughs> fun, so I have to. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's okay. You can say we. All right, y'all. Uh, well, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Again, don't forget to follow us on our social media at Afro People Hour. We are on Twitter and Instagram only. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Ciao.